0: Oh, hi. You've stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child. The one who's done it the hard way for decades and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. And if this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad and let's figure this crap out together right here at Beauty Reform School. So here we are. Only a couple of weeks to go. I can barely believe it. I can barely believe it. Not not that I can barely believe it, it's getting ready to be a new year, because wow, that is weird, because this has been a very strange year. But it's more like it's about to be a new decade. I can't believe I'm getting ready to see yet another decade. It's amazing. When I listen to music all the time, I like to, um, at the shop, I like to play uh, different decades every day. And it amazes me how many decades I've actually been alive for, but we're not gonna really delve into that too much. But it's actually about to be a whole new decade. This time of year is the time of year that I like to start taking inventory and assessing things. And I figured that since I'm gonna do it anyway, I might as well share some of that stuff with you. Maybe there's a couple of things it will inspire you to do or it'll remind you of some things that you need to do or it'll actually make you start thinking that it's not a bad idea to start doing it at all. So welcome to Two Ducks in a Bucket. Getting your ducks in a row, right here on Beauty Reform School. Before we get started, I just want to take a moment to dedicate to my sweet baby, Sir Knuckles of Andwich, Knuckley Bucks, the Pup's Deluxe, he crossed the Rainbow Bridge yesterday, and Knuckle Sandwich was my god dog. He was the son of my best friend in the world, and I was never allowed to have pets growing up. My family was an anti-pet family. Um, I don't know what made them that way, but they were, and so I never could have pets, and she was kind enough to share her special pet with me and over the course of 16 years that little boy made my heart grow two sizes that little boy was amazing and we were lucky enough to live in the same building so I got to see him almost every day Um, him and my bestie moved away a couple of years ago and so I didn't get to see him as often, but when I did get to see him, it was wonderful because he recognized me right away and we were right back to where we started. But over the last few years, as he got older, he got a little dementia, he got a little slower, a little sicker, and it the hard choice came down to uh, help him with his quality of life and allow him to move on from this world to the next and I don't have to tell you for those of you who love pets I don't have to tell you how painful that was and how sad it was um cause it was but I know he's not suffering anymore so that that brings me some joy and I will always 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 have him in my mind Uh, So I just wanted to take a moment to dedicate to my baby. I love you, Knuckles, and I love you, Bestie. You hang in there. I'll see you on New Year's Eve. You're going to need a couple of items for this episode. Grab your pen Grab your scratch pad and also grab some trash bags because it's time to get down to the nitty gritty of getting your life in order and your ducks in a row for this brand new year for 2020 right here on episode 22 So the other week, my landlady came by. She had to do something in the apartment. But as usual, as you can imagine, when you know your landlady's coming, you tidy up a bit. You want to do some things. Usually I have makeup all over the vanity and things like that. And I had books laying around. My desk was a mess. So I tidied up. Once I tidied up and after she had gone, I looked around and the place looked incredible. Why doesn't my place look like this all the time? It's, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. I get it. I get it. I get it. Life happens and you get busy in your life. You start throwing jackets on chairs. You start putting leaving your shoes out. You leave makeup all over the counter. You leave stuff on the sink. I get it. But there's got to be a better way. So I was thinking about this recently. And I said, you know what? It, It's just that I have too much stuff. It's just that I have too much stuff. And I remember when I first moved in here, when I was saying complaining about the lack of storage in this joint, she said to me, why do you have so much stuff? And I was thinking, girl, at first. <laughs> but when I thought about it some more, it... I started thinking, yeah, why do I have so much stuff? And I don't mean so much stuff like I'm just dripping with toys and fancy things. I'm dripping with nonsense. When you think about your makeup routine, how many pieces do you use on a regular basis? Now, for those of us who enjoy a full face... Yeah, there's a lot of steps and there's a lot of pieces, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a full face girl every day. If you are a full face girl every day, then it then comes the time, if you have not already, to begin to make the investment for storage for all your makeup. If you're someone who uses a medium amount or a minimal amount, then you really start, you need to start thinking about the things that you use on a regular basis and everything else you need to put to the side. I have two underbed storage units that I like to keep all my extras in because it keeps it out of the way for my everyday use. And that has been very, very helpful because nobody wants to slog through a drawer full of crap and you don't know what's good, you don't know what still works, you don't know what's empty, you don't know where the thing that you really like is. So to keep all the extras, all the colors you rarely use, keep all the extra, if you bought a double of something, just all that kind of stuff. If you keep that in the underbed storage or whatever storage you have, then that is helpful because it's not in your face. When you run out of something, then you can go under there and get it. Now, one of my underbed storages is for skincare and the like, and the other one is for color. It's for things that I, for makeup things. I like to store things individually in Ziploc bags based off of their things. So, for example, all my extra mascaras are in one big Ziploc. I usually use, like, the freezer size to to hold everything. Another will probably have pencils, eye pencils in it another maybe lip pencils and I'll, the the Ziploc bags that I have has a little white stripe on it so you can just take a sharpie and write what it is if you're not sure to make it a little bit easier for yourself. I have a bag full of hair care stuff. I got a bag full of extra primers. I have you know sample a bag of samples. If someone gives you samples You just put them in there. Now I am gonna say regarding samples that if it's the kind of samples that are individually sealed and pre-made, then they will last a little bit longer. But if you get the ones that have to be made for you and put into some sort of jar, some of those, especially if it's skincare, absolutely need to be used right away because they're no longer airtight and they're gonna lose some of their efficacy. So you want to use those as soon as possible. Don't get out of the habit of getting samples for the sake of samples, for samples sake. If you're getting a sample, get a sample because you're trying to see how it works. And if you get a sample, use that sample within the week, if not sooner. I'd prefer to use it the same day, if not the next day. But if you can't use it that fast, then within the week. So in other words, don't go get it unless you know that you're going to have a chance to use it and to try it because you're never going to understand how well it truly works if you allow it to expire and lose its potency and its power. So if you haven't paused this already, pause it now and go grab your stuff because this is a hands-on episode. If you're just listening while you're out and about, play it again when you get home so that you can actually do this when you have a little bit of time i want you to go over to wherever you keep your things and open a drawer just one drawer with your trash bag open a drawer if you have a basket that's good too Um, if not put it on top of the vanity or put it in a shopping bag of some sort but Take one piece out at a time, look at it. If it's a liquid liner or a pencil, test it on your hand, see if it's dried out. If it has dried out, if you can't sharpen it to get to new material, then throw it in the trash right now. Do it right now, right now. Throw it away, out. Goodbye, thank you for your service. Get rid of it, you're not taking it into 2020. Same thing with your mascaras. Check your mascara that you have in the drawer. Is it dried out? Is it crumbly? If it's crumbly, get rid of it. If you can't remember when you bought it, get rid of it. It's no good. We've discussed this. But for those of you who haven't heard that episode, mascara starts its clock to expiration the moment you break the seal and open it. So if you've had it for six, seven months, It is growing bacteria every time you use it. It is drying out every day. And it's become a petri dish for germs. So you don't want to keep using it on your eye. I get it. Mascara is expensive. You can get a... But you know what? Great Lash has been a classic of the makeup game for a very, very long time. And it's not that expensive. So if you have a favorite mascara that is your, your fancy mascara, then that's fine. But on a daily basis, you can use a less expensive mascara. You can, as long as it's a good one. I mean, you don't have to use trash just because it doesn't cost that much. There are lesser expensive mascaras that work. And for some people who are all about volume, you can use two coats. If you feel like it's not giving you enough volume, you can use two coats. Another pro tip is you can use a little bit of translucent powder after your first coat and then go back around for a second coat and you'll immediately get a little more thickness. You're welcome. And now a PSA from Beauty Reform School. What's up with your foundation? Has it begun to separate? Has the color changed? Is it getting thicker and thicker and starting to get drier? Is that a thing? Is it a complete hot mess? If it's a complete hot mess and it's dripping down the sides, get you a Lysol wipe and wipe it off, or a baby wipe, either or. Wipe it off, clean it up. This is a perfect time to do that. What's going on with your blushes? Is there like a nice oily sediment on the top? Is it starting to look shiny? Speaking of blushes, let's talk about brushes. How are they looking? Maybe they could use a little bit of cleaning. Is it time to shampoo those maybe? Probably. Put them on the side and then when you get a little bit of time to yourself, then just kind of put on a podcast or listen to some music and just give them a good bath, clean them up, lay them on the towel before you go to bed and by learning, they'll be fresh and ready to go. Do you even know where your nail clipper is? Where is your nail clipper? Do you have a nail file? Where's your nail file? Identify it, find, find it and put it somewhere that you can use. I have bought a lot of different glass uh, glasses, glass holders, all from the dollar store. They're really nice. I keep bobby pins in one. I keep some everyday things. I keep like my tweezers on the side of it. I keep things that I use on a regular basis and I know that I'm gonna need, I keep them together and it keeps it very accessible for me. So I don't waste time looking for it and God knows nobody when they're getting ready for work wants to be scrambling around looking through drawers trying to find a nail clipper because you got a hangnail or a nail file. So start keeping these things out. If you have little ones of course the rules are different for you so I recommend some sort of Tupperware or plastic container that you can snap shut and tuck away somewhere so the little ones can't get to it but if you are don't have that issue then i suggest keeping them out where you can see them out where you can see them it's best out of sight out of mind so you don't want it to be that keep it where you can see it also if you are if you're noticing that some of your shadows have broken or your your blushes have broken or things like that you can actually do a quick fix. A lot of people know about it, but for those of you who don't, you can take a little spray bottle of alcohol, spray it on the top. If it becomes very, very liquidy, then I like to just take a toothpick and kind of swirl it around and mix it together. And then I take a tissue and I press down on it um, and then allow it to dry overnight. And then it'll be back to... Not being cracked, not being split, it'll be great. If you want to see a demonstration of it, let me know and I'd be glad to post one. Uh, It's a great way of not having to throw away an expensive product just because it fell apart a little bit. You know, those things can be quite delicate and over time they, they get compromised and they crack and they fall apart. But that doesn't mean you have to toss them. This is a great time to get out that pen and that scratch pad. As you're going through your things, when you notice there's something that you do not have or that you need, make a quick note of it. Write it down. Just to remind yourself, oh my gosh, you know what? I am completely out of eyeshadow primer. I need to buy a new tube. Write it down. Put it down so that you don't forget. And when you're complete, when your list is complete, take a quick picture of it with your phone because a lot of times people with paper you're going to lose it, etc. But if you have it in your phone, you're not going to lose it. It's right there. And you can favorite it so it is it's easy to find. Okay? Also, while you while you got your phone in hand, start taking pictures of the products that you have. The reason I'm telling you to do this is because if it's a product that you don't remember or it's a product that you don't use frequently, but you know that you're going to want to buy it again, it's good to have a photo inventory in your phone and you can make a separate album of makeup just for yourself so that when you do go to the store and you don't remember the name or you're not sure, you can show the salesperson this picture and tell them. But when you do that, Be sure not only to show a picture of the front of the product, but wherever the name of the color is. Sometimes it's on the top, sometimes it's on the back, sometimes it's underneath. So make sure you have that as well, because if you just show them the product and you can't tell them what color, it's not going to be any help to you. Make sure you do that for sure. They're going to love you for it and you're going to love yourself for it because it's not going to waste time in the store and you're going to be able to know exactly what it is you want and you don't have to commit it to memory. Thanks, technology. It may seem a little odd, but it's not because these are the tools that are gonna help you feel more organized and more beautiful because you're gonna feel more inclined to use your products, get the most out of your products, and also it's important to be knowledgeable about what you use because that way, when you do go into the store, you're able to get the best experience for yourself. And guess what? You are 110% worth it. I've had so many clients come to me and they don't know the name of their foundation, they don't know the color, and they don't know, well, anything there i've said it they don't know anything aside from it being frustrating for the salesperson the one thought that has always circled back around into my mind is how come you don't know anything about the tools that you use to make yourself feel more beautiful why is it not important to you i'm not saying you should be self-absorbed i'm saying you should know the things that help you take care of yourself If you found a certain product that makes you feel good, it should be a part of your habit and practice to learn what it's called and what it does and why you like it so much. I think sometimes people are ashamed to be invested in themselves. I think they feel like it's wrong to be interested in in the things that make them look good. Maybe they think it's shallow, but it's absolutely not shallow. It is indeed self-care. Because if these are the things that give you a boost and help you get through the day, help you survive out there, then they are important tools for your day-to-day experience. I'm not saying that you have to be so obsessed on the newest product that's coming out. That's something people do for recreation or the love of shopping. They want to find out what's new. They want to find out what's fresh. Ooh, look at this new palette. Oh, look at this new lipstick. Ah, see, so-and-so came out with a new line. And all of these things are fine and well. I enjoy seeing what's out there. But that's not to say that that's my day-to-day. My day-to-day is when I take time to put on makeup. It's going... When, when, what I'm trying to say is when I'm going to put on makeup, When I take that time, I want to make sure it's going to do the job. Why waste precious time on things that don't? I don't want to fight with my makeup. I don't want to struggle with it because it's not that great or I really don't like the color. And I actually don't feel good now in this color. In fact, I feel a little insecure because I'm not really sure if this is right for me. Or do I even like it at all? Why go through that? In 2020, make it your mission to know thyself. Know what works for you. Know what's good for you. And if you do not, go find out. Go talk to a professional. Find out what works for you and make a record in some shape or form. Document it, paper, phone, spreadsheet, bullet list. Make sure you know what works for you and stick with it. The more you learn about these things, the more you will move on to perfecting the techniques to make them look their best. And one day it will become second nature to you. And you can check that off your big girl to do list. So where are we? We have organized our things. We've thrown away the bad stuff. We've made a list of the good stuff. And now we're coming up on to thinking about what we're going to do within the new year. I'm hoping that by the time you've gotten through all your things, it's giving you a better picture and a better idea of what you wanna do come the new year. What is lacking? What's missing? Are you missing a complete skincare regimen? That means that now you have the tools to go into your beauty, your favorite beauty store, and talk about it. Tell them what you use. Tell them what you need or what you're curious about or what you'd like to try. That's the time that you can get yourself a sample and try it out for a, a day or two and see if your skin is if your skin likes the product, if your skin doesn't get irritated by the product, if you notice a change in the texture. now bear in mind though. When you get a sample specifically of skincare, skincare takes about 60 days for your skin to truly show results. So when you go to get a skincare sample, do not expect an overnight miracle. That's unrealistic. What you're looking for when you get a skincare sample is to see if, does it irritate my skin? Do I like the texture? Do I like the smell? do I notice some things you're going to get like in a a pretty immediate response, something like a hydrating moisturizer. If your skin has been very dry and you suddenly get a hydrating moisturizer, you'll know pretty much right away if it's good and if it gives you some hydration and if your skin feels softer and if it feels less dry. But it's going to take that 60 days for you to really see your skin transform, for you to really see the redness calm down, for you to really have your skin feel dewier, get the bounce back, all those kind of things. It's going to take a little bit of time, so have some patience with the product. But when it comes to things like serums or things essences and things that are anti-aging products, those things are going to require a little more time, and especially if you suffer from hyperpigmentation, it is definitely going to take some time for you to see results as far as like faded spots and things like that. If you are having an issue with texture, microdermabrasion products work pretty well, but you're not going to see really, really good results right away. You're It's going to take some time. And that means that yes, sorry to break it to you, you're going to have to go out and buy that product and actually use it. And this is the most unpopular thing that I'll probably say on this subject, but samples are just that. They are samples, not a supply. You cannot expect to go into the store and think that you're going to get a sample that you can use for weeks to get results without having to purchase the product. You're going to have to purchase a product if you want the complete results. If you're getting a sample of something like foundation, it's really just to see what the color is like. It's really just to see what the finish is like. It's not suddenly your get out of jail free pass where you can just use the sample for weeks on end and not have to buy that $40 to $50 bottle of foundation. You're going to have to buy that 40 to 50 Dollar foundation. And mind you, I know that sometimes you get salespeople that look at you sideways when you constantly ask for samples. And I know that some people get really irritated because they feel disrespected when they ask for samples when they go in. It's not so much that the people don't want to give you samples, but can you imagine times what you're asking for by 100, by 200, by 300, that's 300 samples a day sometimes, that people are giving out. It's not an endless supply. Things are going to run out. So yeah. They might try to budget that a little bit. It's Don't take it personal. It's not you per se. <laughs> it's just that. The store is trying to manage and maintain their inventory. So that everybody can get some. Everybody needs something. They give it all to you. They won't have none for the next person, and they don't want to hear that, you know? Now that you're outfitted and ready to go, start giving some thought as to not only what you want to look like and the skincare you want to use and the makeup you want to use, but let's start thinking more about how we want to present in this new decade. Is it time to let some things go in your wardrobe? Is it time to get a new haircut or a trim? Have you been neglecting certain parts of your beauty routine? Bring them to the forefront and tighten them up. It is about to be 2020. This is our golden ticket to start again. It's one thing I love about New Year's. I mean, you can start again anytime, any day. You can start again tomorrow. You can start again right now. But I like the symbolism of New Year's. I like that you can go to sleep and you can wake up in a brand new time, but that's true always. If you did something today that you didn't like, guess what? Lay down, take a nap, and when you wake up, start fresh. If you don't have time to take a nap, just take two seconds to yourself, close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, and start fresh. Every single minute that ticks by is your chance to start over again. It doesn't matter what you did before. It doesn't matter the mistakes that you made. Forgive yourself and move on. If you're stuck in a beauty rut and you just do it because you don't know where to go next, I'm glad you're here. That's what podcasts like this are for. That's what all the different Beauty outlets are for to give you inspiration and information and a chance to get the information that you need and educate yourself so that you can fix it and move on and evolve and grow. That's what I like about learning. That's what I like about education. It gives you a chance to empower yourself to grow not beauty related Um, this is also the time that I like to go out and buy myself a new planner and if you're into planners I recommend that you start putting these beauty routines and these beauty to-do lists in that planner just like you would schedule a dentist appointment or just like you would schedule anything else make yourself accountable by writing it down and putting it in your planner. If you don't do, if you do an electronic planner, same thing. One thing I do like about my phone is I like to remind myself, put little reminders that my phone will chime and ping to remind me to do certain things. If it's if it's hair wash day, then I have a little ping that says, hey, guess what? Time to do your hair. If If it's time for me to you know, use a special serum or maybe it's time to do an exfoliation, I will remind myself time to exfoliate tonight. So I, that thing will go off mm, like a little bit around five or six and it'll remind me in just enough time when I'm about to start getting myself together to take a shower or to do some skincare or to wash my hair or my face or whatever, it'll remind me to do it. Because when you're in your the minutiae of everyday living, you forget those little tiny details. So don't expect yourself to remember everything. Give yourself some help. Remind yourself in whichever way is comfortable for you. I, so I enjoy writing things on paper, um, but it's not bad to do it on my phone. I, don't, I like that for certain things also. But I have to tell you, I can't just put it in my phone and leave it there because I will forget about it. So I have to put some sort of alarm reminder so I can, it'll go off and I will see it on my phone. Um, yeah, that's for sure. I suppose one of the most important things that I could say to you at this point is it's never too late. It's never too late. You might feel like you're all the way in the hole. You might feel like there is so much you need to do or to learn, but it's never too late. Always know that. And you can take it one step at a time. You might have a list as long as your arm of things you wanna do, things you wanna learn, things you wanna fix. Seeing it all in the big picture looks huge. It looks like you will never get it all done. But just like everything else, if you just take one little bite at a time, you can get it done. It might seem like it's taking forever, but if you focus every day on something and just start small, you will be surprised weeks and weeks. The time is gonna go by anyway. If you do nothing, the time is going to go by anyway, and it'll be six months from now, and you'll wish that you have that you d- had started something. You wish you'll wish that you'd done it six months ago. I didn't have a podcast. I have one now, and I have one because it took me—I took one tiny step at a time. I put one foot in front of the other. I am still learning every single day. I'm trying new things. I'm trying to fix things. I'm learning from mistakes. There's so much that I still don't know, and there's so much that I'm yearning to learn. And every day when I get up, I try again, and again, and again. And now we're on episode 22. And I'm hoping that by the time we get to episode 44, this podcast will have transformed into something amazing. I am really hoping that. That is my wish. And my wish for you is that whatever you're hoping to accomplish, whatever you're worried about not being able to get right, I urge you to start today, take one step at a time, and keep on trying. And like I said, if you get lost, call me. I'll come back for you because we're doing this together. And pencils down. Class is dismissed and I'll see you next week.